Welcome to the Xterra Podcast. I'm Tom Patton. The Xterra mission is to explore and discuss the business of space and its effect on the national and global economy, as well as life on Earth. How does what happens in space affect your life every day? That's what we're exploring on the Xterra website, as well as on this podcast. My guest is Roman Chiparuka, co-founder and CEO of Space VIP, a company bringing space-oriented experiences to those of us who are non-astronauts, and that's pretty much all of us. Roman, welcome to the program. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for having me. Good morning. Let's start off with your background. What led you into the field of space tourism? Well, I own and operate a successful lifestyle and travel company supporting the world's ultra high net worth. And uh, back in 2018, there was great interest for these incredible missions to the International Space Station. And that's how we got involved in all things related to space. In 2021, we started a company called Space VIP to inspire the next generation of private astronauts and subsequently founded Space Prize, which is a global nonprofit promoting women in aerospace and STEAM. So what is Space VIP? Space VIP is an incredible organization that aggregates all of the data of all of um, the space operators currently uh, available in the in the world. And our job is to really inspire the next generation of private astronauts by informing the public of all of the experiences out there and doing that in a really approachable way. When you visit some of these websites, they talk about the dawn of humanity and it, it's, it's unclear to the consumer exactly what is being offered. So we wanted to make it super approachable where we define the terms of what is the experience? How much does it cost? Where do you go? How long is the training, if any? And how long will you be away from your significant partner and family? Um, and so we wanted to do that in a really approachable way for the consumer, which um, is, is not currently in the market, and to do it in one place rather than having to go to 20 different websites to understand what you should be doing. We created one place um, that synthesized and aggregated all of this information. When you look at the kind of the, the, the surge in interest in traveling to space or at least having some of these space experiences. What is driving all of that? What, what is, is the kind of a thing that, that says, you know, I never thought about this before, but now maybe this is something that I can do. Well, 2021, I think, was the most exciting year for space since we landed a man on the moon in, what, 1969. We had Blue Origin, we had Virgin Galactic, we had Space Adventures at the end of last year. Um, Axiom's mission is, is coming up this, uh, you know, hopefully in, in the next 30 days. Um, so I think with Elon sending all of the all of the satellites up there, there's there's been a lot of focus on space. And, and more importantly, there's a lot of private money focused in, in promoting this. So I think it, uh, it, it's important to support and it's really important to engage. And I'm thrilled to, to see that people are asking real questions about space and trying to understand how their life is impacted by the things going on out there. Tell us who else is in your organization. So I am working with um, my business partner, Eddie Miller, who is a serial entrepreneur. And, you know, he called me 
in, in late 2020 and said, I think there's a real business here. You know, it's, it's fascinating to see how many more people are interested in, in, in space and, and let's create something. So we brought on our co-founder and chief operating officer, Suzanne Moore, who has um, a history in, in finance and private family office matters. And the three of us uh, started Space VIP. We are also we also comprise the board of Space Prize, which is our nonprofit. Talk about Space Prize a little bit, because you've mentioned that now a couple of times, and it was something that I wasn't really aware of. So give give me a little bit more background on that. Sure. Space Prize was founded in mid 2021. I was uh, I was chatting with one of my Roman and Erica clients, and I had mentioned to her that we started Space VIP, and it's a fascinating uh, space company designed to inspire the next generation of private astronauts. And I said to her, you know, uh, the more I learn about space, the more I realize how underserved women are in the aerospace community. And wouldn't it be great to found an organization that promotes women's uh, interest in, in in aerospace and STEAM? We added STEM with an A for arts because I think arts um, represents a holistic approach to creativity that encompasses science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. And she's a woman uh, whose career was made in in deep tech and data encryption. And she thought that it was a a really interesting approach. And two weeks later, after we wrote the proposal, she sent us the first tranche of the money um, to to get going on this. And effectively, Space Prize is a global contest uh, open to 15 to 18 year old women um, worldwide to to promote their interest in universal space literacy and careers in aerospace and and STEM. So we'll be giving away half a million dollars of private astronaut experiences to to women over the next um, two years. We've actually just finished our New York City Space Prize uh, Challenge, which was effectively a pilot of the global of the global contest. And we selected one school from each of Manhattan's boroughs. Uh, It was a writing contest. The the writing prompt was the overview effect. And tell us about a time where, you know, your life was changed by a change in perspective. And those five winners will be going on a zero gravity flight on May 28th. And in fact, I selected them. Oh, good. Well, that sounds sounds great. And, and and in fact, our podcast last week was um, was about the overview effect, and we and we um, we spoke with Frank White about how that all, concept all came to be. So that's kind of a nice tie-in. Um, and it he's was one of the ju- he's one of the judges uh, for our contest, actually. But that somehow doesn't surprise me, Roman. <laughs> <laughs> So you offer three different categories of experience. There's the earthonaut, the astronaut, and the aquanaut. So talk a little bit more in detail about each of those. Yes, thank you. We we wanted to break these experiences up in a really digestible way. And it was evident that there were many experiences on this planet. There were experiences in space off of this planet. And there were space adjacent experiences in the world's ocean, which we believe is is firmly tied to a lot of the experiences in space and just that general narrative. So earthenaut experiences include things like 
simulation and centrifuge training um, or BEAT, which is a phenomenal organization and our partner in, in Space Prize because one of the uh, experiences is their private astronaut training. So we just wanted to give people an opportunity to assess what they can do right now on this planet without having to you know, go all the way into a lower Earth orbit. Um, astronaut experiences or experiences that you can do off this planet like space perspective who is also the grand prize um, award for space prize um, and and things that you're doing with axiom space or space adventures you know like the the spacewalk that was uh, previously that, that's available uh, and then uh, the aquanaut experiences are the experiences in the world's ocean like dives to the mariana trench or to the titanic um or or some of the research that you can be doing uh, in in saturation now the aquanaut experience also um you are kind of working in some way with the um the offshore habitat that's off isla Mirada down here in Florida. And that's yes, one of those exactly. things that I've always wanted to do. I just go spend a week underwater. I'm, a, I'm kind of an avid scuba diver. And I, I do, I, I've always seen that and said, you know, that'd be a fun thing to do for a week. How would I do that? Well, you would pick up the phone and call us and say, hey, I'm interested in this Aquarius uh, reef base uh, experience that you have going on. And, you know, it's interesting when we reached out to them, we said, we have clients that are interested in doing this. And, and Tom said, well, that's really interesting, Roman. We've, we've never done private uh, experiences. We've mostly been focused on education. And, and together, we've been able to craft a program for private aquanauts. Uh, and a portion of the proceeds goes to uh, further research uh, to Aquarius Reef Base and to some of the research endeavors that they have. So we always aim to be really um, uh, transparent and, um, and, and, and work together with the, uh, with the operators that we're involved in to support their missions uh, because we don't believe in this, you know, um, billionaire joyride perspective that's been tainting the, the, the private astronaut and the private aquanaut experiences because all of these folks that are interested in these experiences are not doing it just because they want to go to space. They're really keen on all of the research and all of the important findings that are a result of their trip. Now, you say you come out of the uh, travel industry. Travel industries put together package deals. Uh, is that kind yes. of what you're doing with Space VIP or can people custom design an adventure? What's, what's your process? So our process is first and foremost to understand what the client is interested in and what their budget is. Uh, we're in the process of detailing our own private astronaut uh, sequence that we think starts with orbit or zero gravity and then uh, goes kind of up the ladder into spacewalk experiences. Um, why, why shouldn't people design their own curriculum of how to become a private astronaut? And I know NASA is currently the one who gives you wings or accolades for going uh, to space, but who's to say that space VIP won't be doing that um, in the future? In fact, with Space Prize, we're actually designing um, an open course, uh, 12 week and intensive curriculum to teach people about space. So we're very invested in promoting universal 
space literacy. And we really want to work with people to design what's appropriate for them because you may have $5,000 to allocate towards an experience. I may have $2 million to allocate. So for the person that's able to afford $2 million, we say, maybe you start with chartering a zero gravity plane and we get a moonwalker like Charlie Duke through our, through our partners um, who can join you on that um, experience and tell you about, you know, what, what his thoughts were when he landed on the moon and what he thinks about zero gravity or lunar gravity. And then you can elevate the game by buying a space perspective capsule for eight of your family member and, and friends. So it's really a matter of what the client uh, seeks to accomplish. But just yesterday, I got a phone call saying, I want to go on a zero gravity flight with two of my friends in Long Beach, uh, you know, later in, in April. Is that available? What other experiences um, can I add to that when I'm on the East Coast? So we just as we custom tailor experiences in our lifestyle and travel business, we do the same um, for space because we're effectively the the first space travel company in, in the world that's been able to bring all of these experiences together and offer them in, in, in a joint uh, way. I'm talking with Roman Chiparuka, co-founder and CEO of Space VIP on the Xterra podcast. Take a moment right now to click on subscribe and make sure you don't miss any of our podcasts, or if you're watching on YouTube, any of the videos from Xterra, the Journal of Space Commerce. Roman, I'm going to go to the elephant in the room, and that's Russia. And several of the experiences you're offering or that you work with or, or you advertise on your website are from the Russian Federation, particularly in the space adventures aspect of things. What impact is the war in Ukraine, do you think, going to have on that portion of your business? Oh, I don't think it's it's been impacted. And, uh, you know, uh, Tom Shelley, the CEO of Space Adventures, and I had a conversation as, as soon as it happened. And and his position as as is ours is we absolutely cannot work with Russia until there's a, there's a regime change. So that's unfortunately it for the foreseeable future. I was born in Moscow um, and I was planning to visit Moscow with my children this year. And my wife said to me, when do you think we'll be able to go back? And my response was, I'm not sure um, because obviously what's happening there is, is, is egregious. And we're in the process now of updating our website to say this is on hold pending uh, the, the political uh, situation. We so have unfortunately, some... Space Adventures is, is offline. Sorry. No, and then that's unfortunate because it was a, it was a, an interesting concept, and I know that that we have some friends here in in Florida, one of whom is from Russia. I have not had a chance to talk with him since this all began, but um, again, he kept saying we need to go to Russia, we need to go to Russia, and I'm not going to Russia anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> Which and, is and the, the the third component of the space prize. Uh, award was land-based EVA training in Star City with a private tour of Star City, Russia, which unfortunately is no longer available. So we're now working with our team to see uh, what we can substitute or if we use the money that we would have spent there to do a subsidy for you know, one of the schools or, or, or something in relation uh, to that, switching it out or reallocating the funds. Uh, and hopefully the situation resolves itself and there is a regime change and we're able to go back and, and work um, in Russia because I think Russia is an integral part of the space race and, and you know, uh, space, um, 
space historically and and as as we all know the iss is really a joint venture between the united states and and russia so it's 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 really tragic what's going on and i have family both in kiev and st petersburg and moscow and um it's terrible on to a happier topic (laughs) space tourism obviously has pretty recently become a real thing Uh, but is it still for the for the foreseeable future anyway a thing for the rich and famous or are some of the space vip offerings for the non-fortune 500 people among us Absolutely. As you look at some of the offerings from NASTAR, which is just outside of Philadelphia, centrifuge and simulation training costs under $10,000. And I'm not sitting here saying that $10,000 is not that expensive, but it's certainly not millions of dollars as some of the other experiences are. A zero gravity flight costs $8,250, I think, as far as their recent pricing is. So those experiences are are affordable, they're available. Anyone participating in Space Prize may win some of these experiences. And I know that's a shameless plug for a Space Prize, but here we have it. Um, so we we designed the infograph on Space VIP uh, to be able to showcase the increase of price and experiences to, to be able to let people know that there's a lot of different experiences and different price points that are available. So maybe instead of taking that vacation to Mexico to sit on the beach, you can reallocate those funds and have the space experiences um, that you've uh, wanted. And, you know, there are a lot of other organizations coming to line, building out incredible space camps, not just for children, but also um, for adults. So we'll, we'll surely see increase in opportunity and, and a lot of diverse experiences. Other than podcasts like this, how do people find you? We've been doing uh, quite a few interviews. Um, We're also on social media promoting the various things that um, we do. Now that we've stood up our our global space prize, we will be refocusing on space VIP and promoting the endeavors and building out our sales affiliate network um, worldwide. So you're sure to see more uh, space VIP in the news, in the media, um, on your social, um, and uh, we hope to hear from you. Well, be sure to put us on your uh, your media list, and we'll we'll be happy to um, to pass those things along to our audience as well. You're going to be a featured speaker, Roman, at the Space Tourism Conference coming up in Los Angeles on the 28th of April. Can you give us maybe a little bit of a preview of the talk you're going to give? Well, I think it's a panel, and we're talking about luxury and space and how those two things work together. I think folks are really interested to understand how the ultra high net worth are looking at space travel. And, you know, I've commented on this in the past and saying that the people that are going to space and that are truly interested in these unique and enriching experiences are intrepids. They're not fussy. They're not looking for thousand thread count sheets. They're, they're, they're looking to do really meaningful research and, and, and come back and share that with the world. And I think the one thing that we need to focus on, and I've been, this has really been the driving factor for me, and that's to impart to the world and the public just how much space is related to everyday living existence. The fact that we're able to have this conversation right now is based on satellites in 
in space. Um, supply channels, uh, phytoplankton that are responsible for 50% of the world's oxygen are tracked by the satellites that we have in space. Um, you know, the Peloton that I was on this morning and uh, lots of exercise equipment were designed to battle muscle atrophy in astronauts and then reappropriate it to life on this planet. Every successful app or most successful apps that have come out of Palo Alto in the last 20 years are based on GPS, which was built specifically for space. And yes, you and I and most of the listeners may know about this, but the general public doesn't. When they when they lace up their uh, when they lace up their, their, their sneakers and use Velcro to solidify that, that's something that's come from space. So I'm really keen on talking about why space matters for Earth. Um, I'm really interested to talk about all of the medical research that's happening in space, uh, the 3D organic printing, the cancer and Parkinson's work that's going on out there. And I just think it's really important uh, for people to know why space is important and how it relates to their daily lives um, and not to subscribe to the sensationalism of the billionaire joyride, because that's not what's happening. That's just, just simply not true. And yet, and you mentioned that it was a, a panel on um, on the luxury experience, and you talked about Orbit earlier. Nicholas Dome has been our guest on this podcast as well, and that and that is the perception is that this is something that you know it, it's the beautiful people who get to go and and do these things, and I guess you're looking more at democratizing the kind of of space experience for people like me who are sitting in a three bedroom house in, you know, North Florida and making us at least feel like that might be a, a possible thing someday. It absolutely is a possible thing for normal people like ourselves, but as you and I well know, every success in industry came from private money. When you look at the advent and invention of the airplanes that was funded and, and the research was done by really wealthy individuals that had the leisure time to be able to allocate uh, to those sorts of discovery. And then it proved to be a benefit for, for everyone. So I don't think we should demonize the ultra high net worth and the billionaires. We should say, thank you for allocating all these billions of, of dollars. And we know that your private funding will eventually help all of these things. So I'm friendly with um, Nicholas. I'm actually seeing him in Paris in, in, in two weeks. And as I mentioned, uh, their, the private astronaut training is one of the grand prizes for a space prize. So we work very closely with them. It's important to start from, from, from the top down and from the bottom up, which is what we're trying to do and why we have space VIP to inspire the next generation of private astronauts, but also space prize um, that's educating because we're not, you know, keep in mind, we're not selling chairs here. Everyone knows to do, uh, everyone knows what to do with the chair. Here, you need to impart the knowledge first and, and let people know why it's important, inspire their interests and continue to cultivate them. So I look at it as a, as a blend of, of, of both of those opportunities. So the big question there is then when you see Nicholas, is he going to share some of that wine that was on ISS with you? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> uh, let's uh, kind of wrap this up, Roman, and look out, if you will, over the next 10 to 15 years in space commerce and, and what your role in that is going to be. And tell us kind of what you see. 
Well, we've been, you know, we've been in talks with a lot of these space companies um, that are uh, phenomenal at the work that they're doing on the engineering side. Um, but their strength is is specifically that engineering work and not marketing and advertising and and sales tactics. So we've been uh, we've been in talks with a couple of different companies in order to promote their ventures and and actually explain that to their investors and to the public at large. I think there's a lot of money being allocated uh, to the new space industry and we will be space VIP will be an integral part of that uh, because effectively we're outliers in in this field. We've been doing this since 2018. We don't come from an aerospace background. Um, we are, you know, we run businesses and, and and we sell truly unique and enriching experiences. So we're able to to pair that with bringing things to, to, to the market. So I think we'll, we'll be heavily involved and you'll be seeing a lot more of space VIP and the industry is, is, is just rapidly expanding and we're, we're really excited to be a part of that. Do you feel like maybe in the next 10 to 15 years, the space tourism will become, if not commonplace, at least something that people don't think is, is as special as it is now? I think people will continue to think that it's um, that it's really special, frankly. Uh, and I, I think it'll it'll certainly continue to evolve. And I hope that as people as, as people participate more in space tourism, hopefully the prices will come down a little bit so that more people can participate. I trust that there'll be more organizations like Space Prize uh, focusing and, and sponsoring people to have these experiences. Because keep in mind, you send somebody to space who didn't have the opportunity to do that, that impacts not only them, but their families, their friends, the communities from which they come. And um, it becomes like a domino effect. More people are interested, more people are curious. You have women pursuing careers in aerospace, and maybe being, maybe they've only wanted to be a lawyer and now they'll be a lawyer for a space company, thereby ticking both boxes, their love for the law and their love for STEM. And I suppose that um, I've always thought, you know, I'm, I, I'm not a spring chicken, but when um, William Shatner is able to fly into space at 90, maybe there's hope for me yet. <laughs> I think there. I think there's hope for all of us. I'm really excited about uh, space perspective, which, as you know, is the is uh, the eight person capsule attached to a hydrogen balloon that floats 20 miles above the Earth's surface, where you can see mm -hmm. the curvature of of the Earth and and the sunrise over over the Earth. That experience, I think, is tremendous because it doesn't require any training. You're in a pressurized capsule. You walk on with the clothes that you're wearing and you sip a cocktail as you see Florida um, below you. So I, I think there's extraordinary opportunities for all of us. And, 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 and I hope to see all of you uh, above the Earth's surface in the very near future. Well, I hope to be there at some point in, uh, if not the near future, at least the midterm. <laughs> Roman, it's been fascinating. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for having me. That's going to do it for this edition of the Xterra podcast. Check out our YouTube channel and be sure to click on subscribe so you can stay up to date on developments in space commerce and be notified when we post new videos. You can also get daily space commerce news at XterraJSC.com. And one thing more, be sure to connect with us on LinkedIn and follow us on Twitter at XterraJSC. 
Until next time, I'm Tom Patton. Thanks for joining us.